0: Tuna Boot. And welcome back to Tuna Boot. It does Talk About the episode without Jim. Ooh. Ooh. Where's Jim gone? Who knows? Was it his internet connection? Maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> we're persevering. We're getting something done tonight. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll come out in like three, four weeks. Mm-hmm. Um... Which is now for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> what is
1: three or four weeks for us is always now for you guys you're welcome
0: <laughs> I, I'm not going to get angry at you like Jim but uh, if you guys you know like and subscribe it would do us wonders I don't know I, I suppose I could put in a little Jim angry Jim angry face into it right. I, I'll fucking I'll, I'll kick your cunts in I'm Jim, and I'm gonna hurt you if you don't subscribe to this podcast. Jim, your Wi-Fi's working again. That's amazing. (laughs) I think that was quite impressive.
1: (laughs) No, in theory, if you like and subscribe enough, we might be able to make enough money for Jim not to get shit Wi-Fi and actually be able to join us for a next
0: session. (laughs) If we've got any left over, we can give it to you for your Wi-Fi.
1: Hey, we could all have decent (laughs) Wi-Fi.
0: Oh, so Diggle, hit us up with the um, the sponsor for today. Have you found anything? I did actually. After your expedition,
1: which reaped quite a fun reward at the end, um, we've, for obvious reasons, had to let Mike Hawk go. Um, just because he was a bit, <laughs> I it's seedy. Is the correct word really (laughs) Nice nice. So I went out and I thought the best way to find sponsors Is always to hang outside funeral parlours So I was chilling out there Mm -hmm. For a couple of days And I ran into a guy called Arn Now Arn sells urns For all your funeral requirements Be it a cat, dog, budgie Or indeed human And he also um, Just does them for like plants and shit If you want to put a plant in an urn Or like a i don't know a sculpture in an urn he does them uh wooden stick in an urn maybe potpourri (laughs) i ran out of things to put into urns fairly early on there but urns making a business he's earning money with his urns (laughs) and um so urns doing urns and he's also um selling guns to us as well which is a niche market in the uk where guns are currently not legal But Arn's fighting this heavily and starting to sell his uh, arms, his uh, guns, his AK-47s. He's got just regular pistols, other types of guns that I can't say off the top of my head because I don't know them. Um, So join us and head on down to Arn's Arns and Arms shop (laughs) where he sells you all your Arns and Arms. (laughs) Brilliant. I I got to I got to be honest. I don't uh-huh. think he was too chuffed about getting on the podcast because half of his business is definitely illegal.
0: So we might we might so have a problem we, having him next week. Are, are, we, are we using him as a sponsor without asking him? No, no. He said yeah, but we were pissed at the time. Oh right, okay. Mm. So you feel like yeah, so next next week he might have well. Whatever week this comes out, he might realise that he's actually been outed by Yeah, of it.
1: Yeah, well, we had, what happened was we had Arn's Urn Arne of Ale, and after we had an urn of ale, we wound up steaming, because an urn's quite big when you drink some <laughs> ale out of it. So, and he was like, well, yeah, that I mean, You sure. fit a whole
0: person in it.
1: <laughs> exactly. You've got a person full of, a burnt person full of beer. It had earned.
0: (laughs) Anyway, on with the episode? On with the episodes. And this episode is talkaboot. So, what have we got to talk about? (laughs) Did I tell you about Arn? And that's the end of the show, guys. I've been Liam. (laughs)
1: Oh fucking hell! No, we do. We we must have something to talk about. Um, we're, we we I, we have to be honest. Jim's Wi-Fi genuinely has cut out, so we're sort of doing this off the
0: cuff. Normally, but, I, I have written down little talking points for talk about, but this week I had written down nothing, and we're a bit ill-prepared, and so we're just rolling with it. What? Mm. I reckon we could do it. What are you looking at? <laughs> Inspiration around my room. Trying to think of something to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> dressing gowns are funny, aren't they? So dressing gown or house coat or goonie, what what's yours? Goonie? Yeah, goonie. What's a goonie? Explain goonie to me. A, a dressing gown. I think it's I think it's maybe a fife word. My mum and granny and that who are all from fife uh call it a goonie. A goonie I mean that's a eighties film, isn't it? Oh they the goonies, yeah. But a goonie Oh, well, apparently, right. A guinea is also plural a plural word. Any of several albatrosses. <laughs> <laughs> a guinea of albatrosses. Oh, guinea! Guinea is the English translation of nightgown. Okay. Uh, no, sorry. Yeah, it's Scots slang. So. Gooney is for Scots what nightgown is for England, English people.
1: Well, that makes sense. I wouldn't call a dressing
0: gown a nightgown though. No, so that's it. Like, we've got four now. We've got dressing gown, nightgown, goonie and housecoat. <laughs> I, I, I certainly don't wear more than one albatross at any
1: one time. <laughs> God, that's a good few albatrosses up there, I mate. That's a goonie. Did you know that? A wee goonie of albatrosses <laughs> up in this <laughs> guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bird week, Liam. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Aye, so what, what do you call yours? Dressing gown. Dressing gown. Yeah, I've I've had it. I my old one. I used to have that red one that looked mm-hmm. a bit heath like. And it's sort of like, uh, it was, my family all called it a smoking jacket. Uh Uh-huh. A smoking jacket? Yeah, like, I think it means, I think it comes from like the sort of red velvet sort of suits that guys would wear in smoke houses and stuff, cigar clubs and all that, maybe? Yeah. But um, I've always called it a dressing gown, and it always will be. Five names now. (laughs) Five names for a long inside coat. There has to be a sponsor in there somewhere, doesn't there? (laughs) Um,
0: Gary's guinea gowns and coats. That's good. There we go. I would like to go on a little tangent because you mentioned uh, the Hefster. Now, looking back, I was thinking about this the other day because I was watching the Jim Carey documentary, Mm -hmm. the Jim and Andy one. Is it any good? Uh, Brilliant. Fantastic. Mm, Amazing. Jim Carrey's just unbelievable. But during it, he sends one of the guys that worked with the original Andy Kaufman who would sometimes dress up as one of the some of the characters for Andy he sent him to a party at Hugh Hefner's Playboy Mansion mm-hmm. and Hugh Hefner and everyone just assumed that it was Jim Carrey in costume, but it was actually this other guy. And hilarity ensues. But I was just watching the scenes and I was just like, how mad is it that there was this fucking 89-year-old man with a house full of 18, 18, 20-year-old girls and everyone loved him. Yeah. (laughs) but He was a national icon. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing how much
1: we've progressed in the past 10 years, really, isn't it? Like, it's it's insane that back in what, when the sixties onwards, for like forty years, the Hef was a massive like guy. Yeah. It's um. It's yeah, and obviously he was a fan of the. I I think he called it a smoking jacket. Yeah. Yeah, I I liked it. I I mean, we can we n- might never know, if. It's Heaven, all
0: speculation at this point.
1: If uh, any of our, if any of our lads up, up above or down below are listening in, let us know. Does Hugh Hefner <laughs> call it a spoken jacket? I mean, none of the cunts <laughs> who are alive and listen to this show get in touch, so we might as well look to the afterlife for some sort of correspondence.
0: <laughs> if you're dead and you want to make a name for yourself on a hit podcast, <laughs> give us a shout. <laughs> but yeah, I know that was just, that was just a. Wee, Kind of, like, I had a weird moment about that the other day because I was just like, "That's that's." Looking at it now, it's odd, mm-hmm. but at the time it was just such a like big cultural thing.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: It's crazy. Mad. It's crazy what was allowed that
1: isn't allowed, sort of thing, isn't it? Rightfully mm. so, by all accounts. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, it's just yeah. And you know what else is crazy? The amount of mileage we've got what? out of me looking at a dressing gown.
0: that's how you do it fantastic what's your topic? good job Dougal (laughs) Um, well I was going to ask on the back of that sorry on the back of goonies and house coats and dressing gowns slippers Mm -hmm. because you've got slippers I've heard my family refer to them as bathys which I'm assuming is another Scots slang I've heard of bathys before yeah house shoes Mm -hmm. I don't know, I'm assuming that house shoes is a thing because house coat's a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Covered flip-flops? Did you make that one up? I've made
1: that one up, yes. Yeah, I thought so. (laughs) (laughs) We're not in Australia, you can't get away with that. (laughs) Covered, covered flip-flops, covered covered thongs. thongs It's like, yeah, they call them feet trousers in Australia. (laughs) It's
0: fucking ridiculous. It's all upside down there. Yeah, no, this bit's dead. Let's move on to the next segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have a topic that isn't slippers? Yeah, I've got a topic. Yeah, so, so I was thinking about guilty pleasures, right? Because I've now got to a point in my life where I hate the term guilty pleasures. Because what constitute as it constitutes as a guilty pleasure? I, I'm
1: kind of in the same boat as you. I don't really. I don't. Mm-hmm. I. It annoys me because like you know like I, I'm sure you're going to say having you know having a fry up two times a week isn't a guilty pleasure because you got nothing to be guilty about really mm-hmm. I think if I was to count anything as a guilty pleasure it'd be like watching porn or something like that because you do feel guilty after that <laughs> so I'd say that's like that's the optimum yeah. guilty pleasure like pleasuring yourself of something who isn't the one you love sort of thing I think that is a guilty pleasure yeah. Um I don't know yep. like laughing at kids falling over probably a guilty pleasure.
0: Yeah. Serial killers, their guilty <laughs> pleasures obviously killing people.
1: <laughs> something yeah, basically <laughs> something that's actually wrong. Well, not I mean like yeah. You know, you can't I, masturbation and all that, and that's not wrong. But something uh-huh. about the guilt of watching Porn or something like that is sort of wrong in a way but not really it feels wrong but i think something that is actually wrong that you like doing definitely a guilty murdering people is the is actually the optimum guilty pleasure
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because i was thinking about it because when when people ask what your guilty pleasure they they mean it in a totally different frame (laughs) And I think that the frame that they're putting it in is something that's like so out of character. Mm. But my issue with that is that has to stem from the individual character. Yeah. So people can't judge your guilty pleasures if they don't have a similar personality to you. Because mm-hmm. like, so I interviewed for RCS for the film and TV course there back when I was 18, I think, i just come out of high school. And they asked me what my guilt or guilty pleasure TV show was. And I said, come down with me. And they were just like, oh, well, everyone kind of loves that, though. Like, it's not really a guilty pleasure. And at the time, I was just kind of like, well, maybe it's not. But for a, like, 18-year-old boy just coming out of high school, like, something that's like daytime TV that your grand would watch isn't something that is out of character. Mm-hmm. And isn't something that other people would be like oh yeah I fucking love come down with me all the time nowadays yes everyone loves come down with me everyone that I know loves come down with me but at the time for me that was a guilty pleasure and they were just like no nah, that's not really a guilty pleasure though is it uh, so I want to change those kind of questions in interviews to just tell me about something that you unequivocally love regardless of whether or not it's cringy, or Mm -hmm. if you feel guilty for it, or whatever. Just something that you can say, I absolutely love this, I don't care what other people think. That's what the question should be.
1: Yeah. No, I I totally agree with you. I think that, as well, a RSC, Royal Scottish Conservatoire, stuck-up pricks, for the best of them. Some of them are fine. Some of them are quite (laughs) stuck-up. Yeah, I, I, I think that whole well that's not really a guilty pleasure but surely if you're applying for a film course in an establishment such as that there is an assumed sort of mm-hmm. thing that your favourite sort of shows and they're like beautifully filmed and they're really eloquent and it's all about the story and the character and um, reality TV which is your guilty, that's totally what I would say something like that, I would say like yeah I fucking love Els yeah. Kitchen, Gordon Ram- anything with Gordon Ramsay in it I am in. It has no merit to it, but I love it. As a writer, I don't fucking care. I love it. I think it's some of the best not (laughs) written television that's ever been made, you know? And I'm not ashamed of it. That's totally right. I think you're totally right. But yeah, it's sort of like, it is more, what are you not ashamed of liking that is sort of out of character? Like, you know, do you like 90s disco? Yes. That's out of character,
0: but okay. Well, for you as well, like if you, if you, if I was to walk up to someone uh, and they were to ask me that, and I was you, and I was just like, Well, I love Jaws, and they would normally say, Oh, yeah, I love Jaws as well, but then you would come in and say, No, but I love all Jaws, all of it, I love every single bit, <laughs> and the, yeah, so it's that kind of thing that they should be looking for, yeah. Yeah, I I think as
1: well, we've done it quite a few times. I think both of us have this guilty pleasure, if you like, of watching incredibly bad films and seeing the fun side of them. Because we've done that so many times together. All the Samurai Cops. We've never watched Jaws 3D together, but that's what we (laughs) need to do. Cat in the Hat. Best, best, worst film ever. You know, like uh, the Gooby. (laughs) Gooby, by the way, dear listeners. Gooby is... The it's horrendous in pretty much every sense of the word but you know Robbie <laughs> Coltrane's in it so give it a bash he's, he's in it he's in it yep. vaguely <laughs> <laughs> he's in it as a giant bear that comes to life you know and there's, there's some sort of alien presence at some point I don't know, I still don't know what happened I was just Yeah, scared. I remember all of it though
0: yeah, <laughs> I can remember every moment of it, but I don't know what happened. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good film in my guilty pleasure
1: zone. You know, like <clears throat> absolutely. Um, yeah, it's yeah. it's a, it's a very interesting, it's a very interesting fucking turn of phrase, the whole guilty pleasure thing. But I don't know. I think I think we nailed it at the start. To be honest, a guilty pleasure has to be something like if you go into an interview and they ask, "What's your guilty pleasure?" and you go. Well, I like to kill bald men every weekend. fair enough, that is a that that's a guilty pleasure. I don't know what you would reply to that. <laughs> well, you know, we can't hire you, but fucking fair play, good answer.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic.
1: I uh I have various fantasy football leagues that I'm part of. That's a guilty pleasure i love doing that shit yeah (laughs) i go in i change my teams i try and win shit i put in wee bets for things and try and like get to the top i chat about it with these guys every week and it's i think you're right it's a guilty pleasure in the way that it's very out of character for who i am because i'm not the sort of guy who sits and chats about football all day long and shit like that but i love doing that stuff i sit my every like Good three or four mornings a week. I'll have a wee look at my team and sort out what they're doing and get all that stuff, do all my transfers and all that bits
0: and bobs. I never knew this about you.
1: There you go. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure (laughs) revelation here on about. And judging how well we listen to this podcast, Jim will never find out.
0: (laughs) What do you think Jim's guilty pleasure is? (laughs) Murdering bald men. (laughs) Base that on someone. (laughs) I would be more surprised that Jim hasn't killed anyone. <laughs>
1: uh, full disclaimer: Jim hasn't killed
0: anyone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I what? Oh, I know him so well as well. You know, and I've known him for fucking eight years, nine years almost now. And I don't. I couldn't tell you what. I, Because he's not anything that you'd think, like, wouldn't, it anything that you think Jim might potentially be a guilty pleasure. I don't think he's got that guilt about it. So I don't, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. Mm. I'm sure Becky's inspired something in him that he would think is a guilty pleasure. Like, watching Drag Race or something like that maybe is totally out of character for Jim.
0: But does he feel guilty for it? Nah, not in the slightest. Nah. Riverdale, mm. Riverdale, that's my guilty pleasure. Mm. Absolute fucking trash. <laughs> I can't stop watching it though. There's literally, there's a bit there's a bit in the newest episode where they have skipped seven years into the future and they're all doing their own thing. One of the characters, Veronica, is talking to her now boyfriend about how nothing's been the same since the accident. Mm-hmm. And then he's just like, yeah, I'm so sorry, honey. Like, it's just... I'm, my head's been all over, over, over the place since the accident. <laughs> Never find out what the accident is, but they always call it the accident, and it's horrendous writing.
1: Yeah, I like. I was. I. I get that there's absolute shite out there that I watch as well. Uh, but again, I don't know if you feel guilty about watching it to the point where it's a guilty pleasure. I think the things we've described are more like things that are maybe. You wouldn't associate with us normally, which is what guilty pleasure sort of means, like we were saying. Yeah. Whereas, I do, maybe watching kids hurt themselves is quite funny sometimes. That's a bit of a guilty pleasure. Watching, you know, watching when it's snowing and people, and there's an icy patch and people deck it. Yeah. They might be seriously hurt, but fucking hilarious. Mm Mm-hmm. That's a guilty pleasure. Watching people hurt themselves in Absolutely. general.
0: But you can't use that in an interview, can you? <laughs> so, I think we now have the basis for a framework for guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. So, at the very bottom, the kind of base of the pyramid, you've mm-hmm. got just pleasures. Mm-hmm. Slightly above that, you you have your um, pleasures that are out of character, but you love, like... you you love dearly but it's not a guilty feeling when you have it when you you do it
1: Mm.
0: above that you have guilty pleasures that you do feel slightly guilty Mm -hmm. and are out of character but are suitable for an interview Mm -hmm. and then you have the top of the pyramid which also is another pyramid going up the way (sighs) Because everyone shares these guilty pleasures. Mm-hmm. Which is like watching people falling over and stuff but stuff that you can't see in interviews.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Now where these two pyramids meet is serial colours. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's it. <laughs>
1: I like it. Let's call it a prism, okay? Where you've got two triangles separated and sort of like going a bit going a bit diagonally, separated into a three D shape. Now, the more you're a serial killer, the smaller your three D shape gets. <laughs> and if you're if you're a serial killer two D. There we go. 2D. you find you find watching all seasons every single season of every different below deck that there is the exact same level of guilt <laughs> as murdering someone just because you felt like it <laughs> I'm happy to say mine's is 3D put That's my it's. hands up just now say. <laughs> are you
0: a 3D man I'm a 3D man 3D man cheers 3D man cheers mm-hmm. Uh, unsure about Jim. <laughs> Jury's out, we'll find out next week. <laughs> Jim, have you ever killed anyone and have you enjoyed it?
1: <laughs> what would you say is your guilty pleasure, Jim? RuPaul's drag race or murdering humans?
0: <laughs> uh, what's that? I'll, I'll put up my Jim voice again. Alright, I'm Jim! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I totally get that it's wrong to kill people but I have just as much fun killing people as I do watching RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> Thanks Jim, thanks for your input
1: Great to <laughs> Thank- see you Thanks for coming on the show Jim See you next time man <laughs> uh, Just another disclaimer Not like we need it All a bit, Jim doesn't kill people <laughs> We love him dearly and he loves people dearly and some <laughs> animals it's lovely. Yeah, he's never killed an animal either. No, he has He has tried to maim a goonie of albatrosses once, though.
0: <laughs> he just had
1: a slingshot. <laughs> yeah. He had a slingshot in two weeks vacation in South America or wherever the fuck albatrosses are. You get albatrosses here, don't you? I think you do, but very rare. I don't know. They've been in an, an Attenborough show somewhere, but I'm so out of... I don't know. Is essentially my answer to that. I'm just trying to do it. I'm filling up the minutes, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, okay. Here's something. What's your favorite depiction of albatrosses in media? <laughs> <laughs> how, well, how 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 many
1: media depictions of albatrosses are there?
0: Well, there's that song that came out that was called Albatross. What, the Fleetwood um, Mac song. it a Fleetwood Mac song. There's 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 also a chart song that was out a few years ago that was called Albatross. Um, uh, there's also a book that I read that had albatrosses in it. There is the my favourite depiction of albatrosses in media, which is uh, Albatross, get your albatross here. Monty <laughs> Python. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: I yeah, I, I I'll steal that. I, yeah, definitely. I mean, my uh, my favorite, but de, 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 depiction. <laughs> my favorite depiction of actual albatrosses is probably in Attenborough, 'cause because they look majestic as fuck and they've got the longest wingspan of any bird.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. they, they are big fucking birds, by the way. Yeah, yeah. well, if you know, absolutely
1: fucking if. If you are knocking about as the bird with the biggest wingspan A, you're going to look magnificent and B, you're going to be king of the sky
0: (laughs) Albatross is king of the sky
1: Yeah, which is actually my series coming to the CW network next fall, so (laughs) Albatross, king of the sky (laughs) Cheers to that (laughs) Unfortunately Liam, Riverdale's getting cancelled for it
0: well, I'll tell you now that uh, Riverdale has been greenlit for another season. I know. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so speaking of albatrosses and big birds, and uh, by the way, as a little side note for this bit, we are a big fan of The Muppets and Sesame Street. What about that crossover in the film? What? Do, do, you, do you remember when Sesame Street crossed over with The Muppets? No. Uh, what film is it? They've always the Muppets in
1: Manhattan. They've always had characters that come in and out. Sometimes you'll see Sesame Street characters
0: in the Muppets, and vice versa. Yeah, but there, there's there's literally there's there's one of the films, and it might be the Manhattan one. I don't know, but Big Bird's so like uh, from my memory, Big Bird is at the side of the road hitchhiking. <laughs> is this real? Is this a real thing? <laughs> <I> don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember watching a Muppets film and it had Big Bird hitchhiking at the side so, of the roads. So Big
1: Bird was hitchhiking, right? And I was driving down with Ernie and uh, Bert, my two best friends. And then <laughs> uh, then what happened was Elmo came out, he tickled my face, and Kermit said, It's the Muppet show! And that was it.
0: What did you dream about last night? What did I dream about last night? By the way, I'm pretty sure it is uh, Muppets Take Manhattan that Big Bird Mm. appears appears in. Right, now, this this might not actually be a dream, but Louise is very very confused by it. But I remember waking up, and I can't remember if this was last night or the night before. I remember waking up for like two seconds as I was moving, and I'm pretty sure I just fucking punched her in the face. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like when you stretch... Yeah. I went like that and put my hand out because it was stuck underneath the pillow that she was lying on I put, pulled it out and put it down and I think I punched her in the face. <laughs> Don't know if it was a dream. <laughs> Not been having many dreams lately. Very few I, and far
1: between. I've been kind of... I've been going a bit mad with... I have mad things sometimes. And last night I was trying to go to berlin from some undisclosed location in europe that was a fantasy made in my head and there was a train but it was half an hour away and it was quicker to walk but it definitely wasn't and we had to go up this big hill and i just remember going up this big hill shitting myself because i'm terrified of heights and then looking over the side of it when we got to the top and going oh it's fine the road's just there and it was just like there was no dip at the end, it was like flying into Machu Picchu in Peru, uh-huh. and you just sort of go you go up and up and up, and then you sort of level off and just land. Like, there's no downwards because it's so high up. It's just like that. Um, so that was, yeah. I, did, I, I didn't want to interrupt the Muppets chat because it's great. What's your favourite character from Sesame Street? Uh, it's got...
0: I mean, I love Oscar the Grouch because mm-hmm. he's just a bastard. <laughs> but... Cookie Monster is definitely my top, my top tier one. Mmm, cookies! (laughs) Great. Love it. Was yours Bert and Ernie? No, Grover. Grover. Grover is
1: the best. Me, uh, when I worked in uh, the pub, ran the pub with our good friend Alistair, friend of the podcast, who's never listened to it, but still a friend nonetheless, he, uh, he, (laughs) me and him spent Hours of time that we were meant to be managing a pub, watching Grover videos on Sesame Street, and like when he serves soup to people. (laughs) And when we're done this, I'll show. I'll get share a couple or send you a couple to watch. We're sitting here Mm because they're fucking so funny, and he's he's a useless waiter. He's a useless at every job he has, and he has so many jobs. And it's just some of the funniest. It is my best memories of working at that pub are when we're meant to be doing something like invoicing or making rotas or managing the staff in general, we were sitting watching videos of a blue furry thing serving soup badly to a bloke. (laughs) 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 There was a time when, like, my affiliation with the Muppets and Sesame Street and all that started very much in Lebowski's because there was a time where me and Alistair... Uh, I think we'd been working a lot and maybe just gone a bit crazy and uh, Alistair started reimagining all the staff as Muppets because we had this staff member who couldn't (laughs) do much well who shall remain nameless for obvious reasons and Uh uh, we... I know who you're talking about We called him Grover and that sort of started it and then it just sort of everyone got a Muppet me and Michael lived together so we were Bart and Arnie Alistair, I can't remember who Alistair was actually don't know if he had one or if everyone else. but there was like we had one for big bird we had one for um cookie declan was cookie monster (laughs) which is still my favorite one nice (laughs) um but yeah we had all that we had all this sorted out and we literally we'd printed out a document that was in the office that just said Alistair's been told by head office that from now on you're all being renamed as Muppets, so you must now answer to your Muppet name. And literally wrote everyone's Muppet name and put this memo in the office for all the staff to see. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Weirdly, just to finish this off, weirdly, neither of us
0: has ever run a pub since. Oh well. <laughs> Would you look at that? That's what... What a coincidence. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if it still currently is, but for a while, Bart and Ernie's Twitter pages, Mm -hmm. in their bios, Ernie's Twitter bio said, Bert's friend or Bert's best friend. And then Bert's Twitter bio said, Ernie's roommate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
1: Forgive me for saying this, but I reckon that's something we'd do to each other.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. Right. Well, you know what we can do. Yeah. Because uh, I don't think we've had one in a while. Um. We'll go lightning round. Hey. <laughs> Come up with a title for a hard, like hard-edged thriller movie starring Bert and Ernie as they try to discover who's selling drugs to all the uh, Sesame Street characters. Um, undercover's cop. <laughs> undercover's cop. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got a tagline for that?
1: <laughs> um. um... Best friends in the bed without... No, uh, I've got I've got the rhyme. I just need to um, figure it out. Give me a second. Give me a second. Um, best friends in bed packing lead. Undercovers cop. <laughs> Come to a cinema near you. Have I mentioned I've got a <laughs> master's in letters? This is what that's for.
0: <laughs> Ace.
1: well do you have a do you have an idea for something like that for like a uh what about a low budget horror film sort of like Mm -hmm. paranormal activity or something uh starring oscar the grouch as the scared person and big bird as some sort of phantom that's freaking him freaking him out Right, okay, so title would be Birds the Word (laughs) Birds the Word Take a beak You won't like what you've found There we go That is it Bang on Do you want to do something to fuel your ego now? Because this has been wonderful
0: for me (laughs) (laughs) What about A crossover between The Muppets and Sesame Street But it's like The Sopranos what have we got? Muppets, a crossover between Muppets and Sesame Street
1: by it's like a mob, uh-huh. essentially. That's a tricky one. The problem is what <laughs> I want to call it, what I want to call it is good furries. But that sounds so wrong. <laughs> but I'm going to go for it. Good furries. Yep. He's red. He's mean. Don't tickle him or you'll never be seen.
0: That, that, is, that would be a top tier film. Could you imagine Elmo and Kermit going at it?
1: That was my real dream last night that I wasn't going to say on the podcast, actually. Just Elmo <laughs> and Kermit going at it.
0: Right, I think we can call it there. If you've enjoyed this, you know, this uh, this little uh, shindig without uh, Jimmy Boy uh, while he's off, off murdering bald people, <laughs> uh, bald fat guys, uh, give us a like and subscribe and, you know, just leave us a comment as well. Tell us what Muppet that you would like. To star in a film of any description. Yeah. Is what we were doing. <laughs> 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 it's, it's been good. Um, our
1: sponsor is um, currently embroiled in a um, big scandal where he's being arrested for selling guns. So he's not saying much. So for the last time, we have been sponsored this episode by Arn- Arns, Urns and redacted can't say it anymore for the for the legal case (laughs) but it's something to do with shooty things (laughs) Um, it's also worth mentioning that yes if you've enjoyed it like and subscribe and all that if you haven't enjoyed it don't worry because jim's back next week and it'll be fine again but i've enjoyed it so who the fuck gives a shit you know what i mean um thanks for listening
0: thank you I'm Jim, thank you very much. <laughs> he popped his head back into through the door. Still social distance, obviously. <laughs> and, and he's just shouting out through your window. It's brilliant. <laughs> been chucking socks into the flat this time.
1: <laughs> you need to tell him his catchphrase is, I'll always be Jim, not just I'm Jim. Come on. Sorry. All right, okay. I've
0: been Liam. I've been Dougal. And I've always been Jim. That's wrong. And I, I'll always be Jim. Good night.
1: <laughs> good people. Good Muppets. Love y'all. Bye. Bye. Ginoboo. Skish, skish <laughs> balush, motherfuckers.